Allegedly, there were people at Bungie who were popping champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to issue number 172 of the Backyard Funky Podcast. Yeah. T- tonight we've got a wide array of topics that we want to talk to you about. Stuff that we're passionate about, stuff, stuff that has popped up into the world that maybe you heard about, maybe you didn't. But we want to make sure that you are informed. Uh, everything from comics to games, maybe even more and beyond. But before we do any of that, let's see who's joining us this week. We have Doc Chris. Stuff happened. Let's talk. TV's Casey. Yo. The bad guy himself, Sergio. Welcome, everyone, to the best damn podcast in the world and the least and actually not scuffed podcast on mm. Twitch. The only no non scuffed podcast on Twitch that's independently, you know, not, nothing like, you know, any of those big and guys who are about a big company. Scuff zone. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, who's been listening on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can download and listen to a podcast. We appreciate everyone who's been listening in their off time, going to work, going to the gym, anywhere you can squeeze us in your schedule and coming back each and every week to twitch.tv slash Funky, and also checking out Booster Greg's stream on twitch.tv slash Greg. Follow his Twitter, follow our Twitter just to get updates and see when we're going live, what we're doing and stuff and such. Thank you everyone who's been tuning in. It's been great. Mm-hmm. And now my stream has 100% more green screen. Yeah. That's yeah, that's great. All of it. Uh, and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. And now we've gotten all of that business out of the way. Gentlemen, what's happened this week? I took time out of my extremely busy schedule to watch two cinematic things for your reviewing pleasure. Uh, the first was Bird Box, which for all the hype it's getting, I feel like there wasn't really that much substance there. Really? So this is the uh, the Netflix Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah. Uh, about Ugh, Sandra Bullock. Ugh. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's something. <laughs> she's Miss Congeniality. I saw I saw a meme the other day where it was just like, was like, where did we get to the point? How old am I that Sandra Bullock is the lady from Bird Box? And it was just like, <laughs> damn, that's true. Fuck. I don't know, man. Let me tell you something about Sandra Bullock. I wouldn't mind going up into space with her and hallucinating about George Clooney. I wouldn't um, mind. I would because I would be dead. Did you see that movie? She's oh, the yeah. only person well, that survived. You know, there's, listen. Well, if it meant surviving in that movie or living in this one, I might Ooh. choose mm. the other one. Mm. Um, Damn. Tell us how so, you really feel about it, Casey. Yeah. Woo. So the, yeah. Uh, this film is actually pretty good. I wish they delves more into a sort of Lovecraft kind of thing. The mm-hmm. premise of it is it's post-apocalyptic. We get everything we kind of need through flashbacks, so it's very similar in nature to A Quiet Place. Hmm. Uh, just without any of the cool subtlety. Um, <laughs> that's part, Well, the, the charm of that movie is everything needs to be quiet. Yeah. Right? And it's effective because it works with the character's dialogue. Uh, the music choices, you know, everything from sound effects to the way characters behave. Everything is, you know, from the from watching the movie to on like a meta level. Mm. It's about sound. That's not something you can really do in a movie where you have to change it to there's no sight. Mm. So there are these invisible demon monsters that if you look at them, you're either suggested to kill yourself in an extremely violent way. Not like a simple and easy way, like this is walking in front of traffic, smashing your face into a glass window, Mm -hmm. and eating bullets. Um, (laughs) So colorful ways. But but some people are affected by them in a more like haunting, possessed way, where they force other people to look, which I think is a neat touch. But again, there's no explanation for why some people are affected and others aren't. Um, I heard in that regard, it's like uh, the happening with Mark Wahlberg, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, where plants are the ones who were causing the people. Wind. Yeah. It's, it's the fucking guys, wind. Guys, it's the fucking I wind. I definitely would describe this movie as what if the happening was actually pretty decent. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it was definitely a bet. It was definitely like that. Was, the happening is where M Night totally lost me, and I just couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't justify anything anymore. Um, I would kind of <laughs> agree with Casey that this movie doesn't really do much that's new. Um, but I think what it does do, it does very well. I kind of uh, compare it to The Conjuring, one of my favorite horror movies. Does it Ooh. really do anything completely new? No, but it does everything so very well and calculated that it's a fun experience. It's a good ride. So the monsters are are invisible, and they talk to your mind and kind of trick you, make you hallucinate, that sort of thing, uh, which is very Lovecraft uh, in that <laughs> the, the very concept of looking at these things and seeing them for what they truly are drive you insane. Oh, wow. Um, do, do we ever get to see them in the movie? I haven't watched it yet. They're invisible. You never see oh, them. Oh, so, oh, so you, you never you see, see them. You see them, but it's like... You it's know what there's... Yeah. yeah, the signals that tell you that they are around. There's something um, there. And you is, see is, stuff is, it ever, is it ever one of those things where they're invisible, but if the rain falls, you can see their outline? Not really. You see leaves move around them. Yeah. That'd oh, be, okay. That's about it, though. You don't really get a, a an is this Does this movie end up being like a social commentary on something? Kind of like... It sounds like it's going to be. Yeah, not really. unless it's, it's unless it's blind people will survive the apocalypse. <laughs> you, or, should, you should you should give more funding to blind schools because they <laughs> may be your last bastion in the apocalypse. Or headbands over your eyes look really cool. That could be another social uh, commentary. But we already knew true. that from Ninja Turtles. So <laughs> <laughs> go Ninja Go. Because people saying how the happening was a thing was a cry for you know everyone to go green or else the planet will turn against us. And destroy oh yeah, us. yeah, but that was a shitty message at the end of that. That's why this is a better execution because it, really it doesn't. <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, the, a couple of other people that not just uh, Sandra Bullock in this movie, but uh, also John Malkovich being an awesome version of John Malkovich. Because let's be yeah. honest, he's the same crazy man and everything. Yes, he he's, <laughs> he's such an asshole. Oh yeah, in the in best this. way. And uh, also Jurassic Park favorite bd wong oh bd wong's in this Ooh, BD yeah wong's in this and he's nice. the computer guy for as long as that lasts <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh his there. his character arc is like i hate my neighbor but hey i have this great idea what if we looked at the monsters through a security system and everyone's like that's probably a bad idea and he's like no it's cool it's just a reproduced image what's the worst thing oh happen? no and then tie me down i got this yeah and then he ends up <laughs> smashing his head on a very nice like zen yep. rock display in his yeah. office we all know that. that's no match we've we've all well most of us have seen the weeping angels yes and, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah dr who Wait, so, so, if, so if the monster is invisible, how can you, like, get all the suggestive, like, demonic stuff in your head or do all this stuff if you can't see them? They don't explain it, but that's kind of – what I like about that, the, like, it, it being very ambiguous about that, is that it gets you to – it leads up to your imagination, which makes it more terrifying. Because yeah. I would argue that a lot of times if you have a, a suspenseful movie that has some sort of monster or villain, when mm-hmm. – uh, i.e. Insidious, by the time you actually see, get the full frontal shot of that thing, it kind of ceases to have the same terror hold over you. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Um, so that's what's kind of cool about you not getting a good shot of these things. I know it's like that too in horror movies where you don't actually see what's going on. Like reference Insidious. I thought Insidious was brilliant up until they showed the monster that looked kind of like Darth Maul. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was James terrifying. Wan, guys. James yeah. Wan. Yeah, and and even like the the haunting in in Connecticut movies. Mm. You know, I think I think I think those were great. I mean, there are certain parts of those movies, especially in the first one, where the kids are being haunted and they're being terrorized, and the camera just slowly pans into like a dark corner that gets like maliciously darker and darker as the camera slowly zooms in, and it is terrifying. But when you actually see the creature, it's like ah. So I kind of commend this movie from what it sounds like to not show the creature, but then. It left a lot of people on, especially on Twitter, just like the voicing of, well, what the hell was the point of that movie? Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's I a mean, good ride. It's a good story. Not showing so it is, is a double-edged sword, too. Like, for me, like, I love the spence. I love, like, the thrills that build up. But, like, ultimately, I want to see the movie. Like, Cloverfield, I wanted to see the monster. Was yes. I impressed with it? No. But no. I wanted to see the fucking monster. <laughs> and you did. you do get to see it. They show you a full-out shot of that monster. Right, oh, right. That well, movie. that's what I'm saying. You know, they don't. It's yeah, not great, the, yeah. but like I would have, I prefer for me, I prefer in that particular situation a not great looking monster versus not seeing it at all. Which I don't know if I would feel the same way about a straight horror movie, which is also uh, I don't know. Yeah. I like seeing monsters. I like seeing people's nightmares on screen and then looking at it and going, <laughs> "Wimp, that's not scary." 
<laughs> and it's interesting too because like a lot of people when they go to see a horror movie like they do want to see the reveal and then some people are like well i guess depending on the movie you don't need to see it like if you go to see the the latest halloween movie like you want to see michael myers there's no way you won't see that but something like referencing back to insidious like you didn't need to see that creature at all and it would have been absolutely right. terrifying so right. do, do you think we, we need reveals like do you think the movie would have been better if we actually saw what the creature was no i don't no, no because I, I think the point yeah. is that everyone sees something different as well oh. but it's always beautiful yeah it's like a weird it's a weird hypnotized so it's always share is yeah. what i'm hearing yeah there's yes. there's yeah. one there's <laughs> one woman who before she walks into a burning car uh <laughs> she has a line about seeing her mother who's been yep. dead for about 10 years but then other people are just staring out the window and it's like it's the most beautiful thing i've ever seen yeah and then share. they just jump out a window <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the deadlights in it yes that's exactly what it is yeah because they're like oh the dead but that's but that's also the same concept is is mm. in it it's it's a formless evil mm. you know it's kind of indescribable and it's just it it, it, it it's a for it's a form that you can understand yeah. <laughs> you know don't you want it <laughs> choose the form of your destroyer Ray, what did you think of? <laughs> you told me the MC. You told me in the hand. I couldn't think of anything, but I was hungry. <laughs> yeah. What did you all do? All this, all this movie is with its invisible monsters just makes me want an adaptation of the Dunwich Horror, which is my favorite Lovecraft book, and it's that has got goat men. It's got dogs attacking a person. It's got a library heist. It's got a giant invisible monster that's eating cows. There's lore there for what is essentially a short story. If you haven't read it, read it. Casey, you a- had me at Goatman. Oh, yeah. But still. Like Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> <laughs> From hell, though. Yeah. yeah. So, so Ruruzzi was saying it's only beautiful to crazy people what they're seeing. Uh, yeah, mm, no, not really. The not other really. Pre- if you're crazy, pregnant- it's like, oh, it's so beautiful. The other pregnant, there's the second pregnant woman in the flashbacks, and she thinks it's beautiful right before she murders herself and almost murders a baby. Oh, wow. This movie yeah, it's, saves the baby. It is not, it's a definitely like intense. It's there, it's some really intense sequence. Um, yeah. And John Malkovich, again, which is just wonderful in the movie. He's such an asshole. He really is. Great. Mm. Um, I would, I would highly recommend it. I think it's something that, you know, it's not amazing, but it's on Netflix and it's kind of like, if you're just cruising for something to watch, you got you know you got some idle time. Mm. Pop it on. I don't think you'll be overly disappointed. Just don't expect too much out of it. Mm. You okay. Know? So Speaking don't be Netflix high. overly uh, disappointed. Uh, what oh! else are you talking about? Yeah, my <laughs> my second topic of the evening is the third Godzilla film. Um, mm. Godzilla. Yeah, which is called Godzilla: The Planet Eater. Uh, other listeners to our program, thank you again for joining us, but. Uh, Yet again, the Netflix Godzilla series is a massive disappointment that does the franchise zero favors. Wow. Uh, it follows um, Godzilla, the planet something, and then the second one was City on the Edge of Battle, which is a rad as hell name. But again, that is a rad as hell. Yeah. All it did was cock tease Mechagodzilla, and you'll never guess what this movie cock teases. Anyone? Mothra. Uh-oh. No, come on. King Kong. Is, 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 is it a monster or is it like a, like a concept? It's a monster. Voltron. It's a monster? Uh, King Ghidorah. Bam. Oh, man. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Now Didn't even imagine see. I knew if, it. if King Ghidorah was just this giant gold electric snake ghost that comes out of another dimension <laughs> and Godzilla can't actually fight it. Flawless. Yep. It's just an energy ghost that comes out of space and it grabs onto Godzilla and the humans are like, oh, it's sucking up Godzilla's power. He can't even fight it. And I'm like, yay. That's exactly what I want in my Godzilla movie. A monster he can't fight. A uh, dude in a monster shoot punching an electrical socket. I mean, Phenomenal. What Would you say it was a fuck? space ghost? Yeah, you just nice. he sat down at a desk and he was throwing quips at Moltar, man. Dude, yeah. I'm like, I love that show. <laughs> and Zorak was my favorite. Good yeah. topic. Zorak's well, my this, favorite. I mean, love you know, this show could have used having Bjork as a guest star twice in a season. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, just... The the plot line the there's a lot of religious stuff in in this series and I hate that I am now so familiar with the lore of these terrible Godzilla films, but there's the human race and the alien species that's kind of like watching over them, kind of mm-hmm. a Vulcan human kind of relationship where there's one race that's so clearly superior and they're like here humans you monkeys have some technology, 
you poor primitive <laughs> assholes. Like, but their religion, which has always been like a huge, you know, boiling point for both races, turns mm. out in this movie they pray to the great god Ghidorah to consume really? everything. Wow. So wow. the other two movies don't even matter because the end of this ultimately culminates with a last ditch plan where the aliens are like, oh, this is the perfect time where we can just call our world destroyer and destroy everything, which was the plan we've had for thousands of years. And the humans are like, this sucks. You suck. <laughs> so the thing half eats Godzilla and it's not one monster with three heads. It's just three snake heads that come out of a black hole. Three That's separate stupid. black holes. It's really stupid. It's really dumb. And they just bite onto him for five minutes and nothing happens. He, they just suck Godzilla of his energy. Who's then, who's making these things? I, I thought it was like a Japanese-owned company that's it, doing it. It's to it's Toho. What it's the hell? The, it's who's, the Godzilla people. Wow. Who's who's running Toho now? I mean, I, I, what is this? May, maybe I don't know. maybe someone's trying to buy the rights to Godzilla, so they're like, all right, let's just like ruin it completely, so no one else <laughs> no. wants it, and then we'll rebuild it in five years. Toho has been so fear. They're like, you know how like. Disney is to Mickey Mouse like that. Mm -hmm. It's like this is our yeah, fucking yeah. shit, yeah. and yeah. we don't want anybody else touching it. That's what Toho is to Godzilla, like since way back. And they're like, oh, in 1998, they're like, oh, we'll let this fucking Matthew Broderick picture happen. We'll see how that goes. And they're like, no, no one will ever touch my child. <laughs> you know. And then, but Hank Azaria, yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, and then in 2014, they did legendary did a cool version of godzilla and they're like yes we respect this godzilla with his very very chubby thighs and chubby face he's so chubby. <laughs> he was a thick boy. who's a chubby boy we love you american godzilla who's so chubby we love you hey he was um, thick not chubby right yeah that's uh, where the power comes did, from did you guys yeah. ever watch uh what was it shin godzilla it was a movie yes. that came out a couple no. years ago dude that was dope where, where, where he glows like orange and stuff and yeah. like he, it, and his tail at the end of his, his tail is like this weird, like grotesque, like horror movie of it's like a second smaller head. lizard. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's like these so, smaller skeletal lizards. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. So you want to like if you're if you're have Godzilla as a property and you're like, all right, let's let's make this like fucking weird. Yeah. Like let's go in another crazy direction. Like we've had Godzilla just fight fucking monsters and people for years. Like let's do something fucking crazy. Shin Godzilla, they have it where Godzilla is like he's like a life form. But he can spawn. He's like the ultimate form of life, like the final evolution of what the fuck mankind is. <laughs> and he's this giant radioactive lizard monster that blows stuff up and generates like smaller offshoots of himself and has like a second brain in his tail. Like it's all weird science. And he's like bleeding all the time. Like it's gross and it's weird. and It's, <laughs> it's a monster movie. Yeah. But this one, it's like Godzilla is a force of nature. Like, yeah. he destroyed humanity thousands of years ago, and now we're coming back. But he's also a religious figure. But he's not. But he's made out of trees. But he's not. But Mechagodzilla is made out of, like, nanomachines. And Hideo Kojima's like, And, you know, I don't know. There's too much stuff they wanted to do in this trilogy, and, and all of it is bad. There's, like... Nothing redeeming about this. There's no reason to watch it. The animation isn't even like yeah, something great. to marvel it, it at. Looks, it looks bad. Like that's that's a part of the reason why I didn't watch it. I was like, Ew, look at you this. know what yeah. it reminds me of? It reminds me of those old animations like Samus versus Metroid before that guy ended up wow. going on to make Ruby, which still doesn't look that good. It still doesn't. No, it's like that tier of animation, and you'd think like big budget studio film, no timetable, like. We could make something good out of this, you know? No. The okay. last time Godzilla had an animation project was after the really terrible 1998 Godzilla movie. <laughs> yeah. And that show yep. fucking ruled. And Godzilla was, like, barely the size of a house. Yeah. They somehow well, that was a baby Godzilla. Right. Yeah. But it, they still had, like, cool Godzilla-esque adventures. Like, he fought other monsters. Yeah. And he had the breath weapon. It like... was basically the new Ghostbusters, but with Godzilla. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. But this, I mean, forget it. I would give it three thumbs down if I had an extra hand I'm, or an I'm extra head. I'm so glad that I didn't watch it. I didn't even watch the God. second one because I was out that week when you guys had to watch it. And I was Thank listening. God I was like, oh, man, I'm glad. And then I thought about watching this. I was like, man, I have to watch two of them to get? No, it's too much. Yeah, I, I had buddies who watched it. And I was just like, "Hey, man, how was it?" They're like, "Don't, don't, don't." Waste <laughs> they like, they like take a drag of their of their cigarette. And they're like, "I've seen <laughs> shit." <laughs> it's, <not good> <laughs> it's like, I tell you, man, I wish I can get get all that time back yeah. watching something else. And they're like, "Oh, have you seen Bird Box?" 
<laughs> Netflix. Amazing. Which 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 is making people beg the question of like, is Netflix putting out good content because they push all of these things? Like, yeah. I saw ads for this Netflix Godzilla not on Netflix, it's not online. It's thing with Bird Box. They push these things, so people are now seeing can we rely on? And a lot of people kind of had mixed feelings about Bandersnatch. There are there are a group yeah. of people who are very loud online who did, really didn't care for it. Didn't like the format. They thought it was a weak movie, even with the format. So people are asking now, is, is can we trust Netflix to put out good content, or are they just throwing everything against the wall, hoping it'll stick and hoping we'll still subscribe? I mean... I well, heard from an, an industry person. Um, they don't work for Netflix, but they work for... Industry another, person! Another industry yeah. person. They go, there's so many people that will just watch stuff, and it costs them nothing. 100%. So, you know, it's like... It's not even like something where it's like, oh, you have a subscription service. Like, oh, they'll never use it. Like a timeshare or something. Like, you have access to this all the time. They're just constantly collecting money from all kinds of people. It doesn't matter. So, but they get it from the viewership too. Oh, yeah. So, like, people's like, oh, well, I'm already paying for this. I might as well watch this cheap crap. Like, yeah. who gives a shit? Like, that's how they get all these, like, other shitty, like, Brickleberry and, you know, all the, the not family guy show that's on there. You know, I saw, like, a like an Archer ripoff that was on Netflix. Like, yeah, yeah. They can make these shows on the cheap, like so easy just cause they're getting money for it anyway. They're, it's, it's, they can't lose. Yeah. And, and the thing is like Netflix can actually see how long, and they've commented on this, how long have you watched something? So if you don't like something, just stop watching it. They can see that. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. Let me tell you about something that I don't want to stop doing. What's that? And that is playing the game hollow Knight. Mm. Yeah. Holy crap. I bought this on the Steam holiday sale for 10 bucks because I was like, I had my eye on it for a little while. I was like, I hear it's really good. And then it went on sale and I went, all right, I'm going to check you out, Hollow Knight. And I have done nothing else when I've been home except for playing <laughs> this goddamn game. Dude, it's fun. I, I've played it. Dude, I've got, I've logged in about 40 hours. Damn. Wow. So, since Christmas. So, like, yeah, it's really freaking good. It is. It is slowly becoming, or actually, I'm going to say quickly becoming, because it's only been a month, um, one of my favorite games of all time. It wow. is silky smooth. It's a, So it's a, a platformer, um, and for me, you can make me like a game a lot if you have really good jumping. Mm -hmm. um, I just like jumping. I'm a platformer guy. Mm. Um, Metroidvania style, so you, know, you have one map that you're in, and you kind of keep exploring the same map you become more comfortable with the layout and you get more abilities the more abilities you have you can then reach different areas and you kind of slowly unlock more things mm -hmm. um and at this point i'm about like 92 percent of the way through it at one point they start giving you a percentage of how far you are and uh yeah i'm at 92 percent wow. completion right now i can go yeah. fight the final boss but there's so much more stuff that keeps <laughs> unveiling itself. Why do I get the, I was gonna, so much more. Why do I get the sinking feeling they're going to like hit you with an inverted castle like Symphony of the Night where it's like, oh, you thought 100% was enough? How about 250%? Son of a bitch. <laughs> but I am oh, I'm very much digging this. Um, is It was it came out in 2017 uh, for... Uh, PC and Mac and Linux, uh, and then actually just last year it started getting ported to the consoles. Uh, first it went to Switch, and a lot of people kind of held out for that Switch version. Apparently, it's one of the best games you can play on Switch at this mm. point. Oh, and I may have to get it then. One hundred percent. It's only like fifteen bucks, so it's a pretty cheap game, and it's like, again, I'm about forty hours. Like, it's not a small platformer. It's massive. Yeah. Um, it actually just came out for our Xbox and um, PS4 ah. as well. Which is pretty great. Everyone can play it, um, literally. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'm actually, I'm digging, this is the second, like, really true Metroidvania game I've played. The other one I played, because um, actually, fun fact, I haven't really played a lot of Metroid. Um, but I did go through uh, Guacamelee for the Vidi. Uh, Guacamelee is fun. That's a fun game. Yeah, yeah that's a fun yeah. one. I think the second one is either out or coming out. It's out. Uh, yeah, it's been out it's for a out. little bit. Yeah. I feel like I They actually just recently that. played it on uh, Games Done Quick. Yeah. 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 Looking good? Oh, yeah. That was fun to watch. Yeah. I'm into it. It's just kind of these games have a they're definitely like a much more intimate feel than like a Mario where you're going through like level by level. Mm -hmm. um, you just really you start to know these levels by the back of your hand, um, which is kind of fun. You're like, oh, what's that thing? I can't do anything with it yet. All right, I'm gonna just remember that and come back to it <laughs> once I get this other thing later. I did. Yes, <laughs> big fan of that. Um, so that's what I've been doing nonstop. And actually, on my older Mac, it actually runs absolutely beautifully. Mm. The all the um. 
all the graphics they look basically like hand drawn um that's nice but like the best like you know your friend in high school that was a really good artist and would draw all these weird creatures yes yeah that's what this looks like absolutely gorgeous that kid from your high school making the best goddamn video game i've played (laughs) having the time of his motherfucking life how's the music in it though oh it's great it's 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 really good yeah so there is lots as you kind of play through you get different chambers and kind of the point of the game, because the actual controls are very simple, uh, the point of the game is really exploration. So you go to a new area, and then that area has a whole different feel. Like there's ones that are, some of them look like ruins, some of them look like underground caverns, some of them look like really lush forest landscapes, some of them look like jungles, um, like cityscapes, um, just desolate wastelands, snow mountains, things like that. Um, and again, these things keep unlocking for me. I thought, like, I was like, all right, this is a pretty big area. And I went, oh, this is just literally the opening of the game. Oh, shit. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, um, which has been pretty great. Uh, it's kind of awesome. When you get hit with something, it does the, um, like, a low-pass filter where all of a sudden, like, almost all the sound cuts out. It's like, oh, I like that. Which is pretty dope. So every time you get hit, you're like, ah, crap. But that sounded really cool. So I forget um, at the again. moment now, I'm in, like, one of the most punishing jumping uh, areas. It's, like, uh, basically, like, the most specific and really tight, um, really tough platforming I've ever done. Super mm. Meat Boy! Yeah, it basically is. Actually, a lot of people are comparing this part of the game uh, to Super Meat Boy of how rough it is. Damn. And as Dark Souls elements as well, like if you actually like oh, die, yeah. someone kills you, um, you go back to a checkpoint, and then you have to, in order to recover your your resources that you've lost, you have to go fight the older version of yourself and beat that before you get your shit. Oh my! And God. if you die before then, you lose everything. Do you remember and when that me- happened to, uh, to to me? Because um, I, I played it early on when it was new. We had a, we had um, a viewer who actually requested that, and I played it, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll just get it right now. And then when it happened, I was just like, what is this? What's happening? What am I myself? What? I'm so good. <laughs> You're like, oh, sweet. I made it back to where I was. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> What's happening? And he knew it was going to happen and didn't say anything. I was like, that's a good surprise, man. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no backseat gaming. You learn. And the, the the funny thing is that as you get more powerful and you get more abilities, um, the version of you that you have to fight also gets more powerful and gets the same abilities. I would die hmm. just so I could fight Dark Link every time. Unlimited <laughs> power. Oh, my God. This is it's right up my good. alley. I'm going to buy it. As soon as we – when is the show over? I'm buying it. I'm going to get it. You should. I yeah, <laughs> highly recommend it. Nice. Um, the other kind of gaming thing that, that has come up this week um, – I'm gonna I'm gonna take us I'm gonna take us back in time to uh, the first time I went to PAX. Mm-hmm. So two years ago, first time I went to PAX, I was there with a friend of mine. Uh, we're really into board games, and we were walking around, and we saw this game everywhere called Evolution. Um, now this game um, is actually after talking to a few people, is kind of like a really good staple for people that like tabletop games. Uh, a friend of ours actually works um, for oh my gosh, I can't think of the name. Oh, Battlegrounds, uh, which is this couple shops set up around. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, have you got Evolution yet? You got to get Evolution. Um, the way that the game works is uh, there's it's a board game and there are cards. Everyone's giving out cards. And you have a species. Um, every player has a spe- at least one species. You're gathered around a watering hole that every turn gets a bunch of resources. Um, certain abilities allow you to go in earlier, collect the resources. And basically, if by the end of your turn it goes around again, you weren't able to collect, give your species the correct amount of resources, um, that species starts to die off. Hmm. So this game, um, really kind of fun, rapid fire, easy to pick up. Um, there's expansions for it, like giving, like you can give the ability of flight now, which is kind of cool. There are other abilities you can get, or rather evolutions that you can do, like, um, hard shell or living in the trees or carnivore so you don't eat the stuff in the middle you actually have to eat the other species which is really fun and um so we were there and they were talking about while we were there two years ago uh, i saw that they were working on a beta for a digital version of this game um and then last year when we went they actually had a playable demo i got to play it uh it was actually really cool it plays silky smooth uh kind of like you hope a card-based game would mm. um and they just announced this week that the full version is actually going to be released on February 12th. That's awesome. What's so, it, what platform is it going to be on? So it is going to be on uh, PC mm-hmm. and Android, uh, Mac, and iPhone. Hmm. Ooh. 
which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to try that out. Actually, fun fact: we got I got to get a review code for it, so I actually going to nice. be playing that probably later this um, later this week. Um, that's for the computer, but I'm really hoping because uh, I really want to get it for my iPad because uh, I'm I'm having fun playing. I like playing Hearthstone on my iPad, yeah. and I have a feeling this is gonna have a very similar feel to how you drag things around. So I'm really excited for that. Nice. And this game is uh, it is called Evolution. Evolution. Yeah, yeah. I, check it out. I um, I like hard games. It kind of looks like Hearthstone too. Yeah, yeah. It it, l- yeah, it, it plays pretty rapid fire like that. That's cool. The actual you throwing down cards and kind of improving your your deck, what you have in front of you, is very Hearthstone like. Um, but because you can actually have it competitive between a bunch of people, and the resource management works a little different as well. Mm. Nice. Speaking of review codes and things I was probably supposed to do a while ago and I didn't, uh, I was fortunate enough last packs to get to, and Surge was too, to get to play a little indie title called Last Year the Nightmare. Last Year! Uh, we had we had a blast playing that. So essentially, uh, Last Year the Nightmare is about uh, five high schoolers, stereotypical 90s high schoolers, trying to escape their school at night and a killer is trying to kill them oh, I was so say, it's it's 5v1 oh man <laughs> it's it's like left for dead mixed with uh dead by daylight yeah. left for dead by daylight is how i could best describe it uh it's 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 pretty good it's a lot of fun i, I was actually streaming it the other day i think i was streaming it on tuesday um and with complete randos I realized that I was supposed to put out a review for it. And so I'm doing it in the form of a podcast right now for all you lovely Yay. people. So oh. here's here's what I love about this game. The atmosphere is awesome. Uh, the matchmaking works pretty well. Like I was able to get into a game within minutes with a crew of people, uh, which is something that I think we take for granted in this day and mm-hmm. age. Like I remember the old days in like Halo, like one and two, where you're just sitting there in a lobby and you're like, <sighs> All right, let me go to the bathroom and get some snacks. And here we go, right? Um, this one pushed you right along. This is a small development company that made this, and the feel of it, the graphics, the art style, the consistency, the writing is all top-notch. Here is where I start to have some issues with it. There's little things that it's missing. I could not find push-to-talk as an oh. option in this game. So you can either and it wasn't in the keybinds. I looked in the keybinds. There was nothing. You could even go back in the stream. Maybe I missed it. I don't know. But I went through the I went through the menu a couple times, and you could not see it. Now this is an exclusive to Discord game. So this game was supposed to come out a lot earlier than it actually did, and I think they actually signed a deal with Discord. It's like, yeah, this will only be on the Discord store. Discord, for those of you who don't really? know, is uh, is started off as a platform for people to keep in communication with while playing games, uh, and it's kind of evolving from there. Now there's a store where you can actually get uh, Minion Masters as a game on there, plenty of others, but this one is an exclusive. So, oh, and there's another one that I was supposed to review for, and I forgot the title, so let's move right along from that. Uh, Wait, Greg, guess what? what? Push to talk? Yeah. You got to hit the, uh, what's the little squiggly? The, the uh, tilde, icon. right, in Discord. Yeah. yeah. But not in this game. Uh, this game does not use it. Discord as its native chat platform. It has its own built-in. I'm looking at tips yeah, and tricks it, from We're bringing back really? Ventrilo, baby. Yeah, there's an actual uh, uh, in-game. I was, I was watching. Um, I was watching. So when you play, it's it's, it's spoopy. Not everybody like gets it. It's really weird. Like it's not it's not uh, intuitive as to how you talk to everybody. Well, so, so like the reason why I was looking in the key bindings and Sumu was not there is because I was sitting there talking to chat and I could see my microphone going off without pressing anything. Uh, and I was like, well, I don't want to hear people hear me talking to chat. Like it's not. <laughs> that's stupid. Um. That's obnoxious and awesome. There's that. There's the fact that although matchmaking is great because I got into a match every time, I played for about two hours, maybe more, and I was not the killer once. Bitches. I was always a teenager. They should let you pick. You can actually, there's an option where you can, I think it's like there's like a skull option or something where you can like opt to like say you want to be the killer mm-hmm. and it never chose me. Because everyone else also wanted to be killed. <laughs> uh, so I, I can give like a half of a review right now. And maybe next week I'll give the other half. Because I, I am definitely going to play this game again. Um, there's 
I said the writing and you're thinking like, well, how can like there be writing in a game that like is like this? You're just surviving. It's the little things. Yeah. It has a very similar uh, game mechanic to Left 4 Dead, where if you die, you can be brought back by someone taking you out of a closet, essentially, or okay. out of like wherever. So like you'll die <laughs> and you'll respawn and then someone has to get you. Nerd. <laughs> so there, there, there are things where and I noticed this as I was playing. Um, I was dead and I was waiting to be revived and I was the jock. And then when I got revived, the jock said, finally, I want to go kick this guy's ass. Like little things like that, that really you could have had him said nothing. But they put in these little like flavor lines, yeah, which is really neat. Um, kind of weird, kind of weird. They didn't do this, but there's not a super lot of rep- representation in that. Uh, mostly white people, which I was yeah. th- found. Sounds like every other game ever. Yeah, but like in this day and age where we're getting to a point where – like, like enough oh, of yeah. the white people. Yeah, already. like I'm getting tired yeah. of the white people. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of being represented. I'm sick of being represented. <laughs> Get someone else in there. This is bullshit. Um, I have the but 90s. they do. They do have your um, nerd, your cool kid, your jock, your cheerleader, and then your like ugly duckling. Let's say, for lack of a better. Yeah. And you also have different classes. Wait, do they take your, off your their classic breakfast club now? of teenagers? Yeah. Or? Well, no, I mean, they ha- she has the head braces. So once that comes off, I'm sure she, she'd she be It comes fine. off and she becomes a tragedy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the Sandra Bullock effect. It comes all the way around. <laughs> Does it, well, the killer <laughs> attack her with some, like, with, like, a crowbar or something and accidentally pries it off and she becomes the hottie and just starts kicking his ass? Yeah. Was it, uh, like, what movie was where they, where they just, like, pointed it out? They're like, wow, all she did was take her for glasses. Now she's incredibly hot. Oh, yeah, not, not another, not another teen movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Starring Chris Evans, by the yeah. way. Yeah. A young Chris Evans. A young Chris Evans. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so, like, you have different classes as well. There's healing. There's assault. There's... Uh, oh, it's a high school. I assumed you meant, like, math and English yeah. and gym. That would, that would actually be really clever if they had different classes that were actually <laughs> named after classes, and then you'd be better at those kind of things. Um, ah, damn it. it should have done right, that missed right. opportunity. Hey, you can hire us. Guys. Health it's sciences fine. is your healer. <laughs> sciences oh, is healer. So uh, gym shop is, the, uh... is your inventor. They have like a, a gadget uh, class. Yeah. You would have gym. <laughs> it would obviously be your assault class. And um, I don't want to be sc- Band. Band. No, band would not be your <laughs> Band is your DPS. DPS. My ears. <laughs> I can't. Uh, so you can do that. Each different class is... Uh, you collect resources as you are trying to escape you have to do different tasks and um to get the ability to escape so like the the level we played at pax which is actually when i played um last or two nights ago oh nice it's in a gym it was in the school it's mostly centered around the gym you have to get enough gasoline to put into the stair lift to have the stair lift go up so you can escape from an exit in the rafters that's what you have to do in the meantime the killer can put down traps they can kill you they can like just try to freak you out. They can do everything they can just to divide and conquer. That seems to be the strategy. Dude, the, 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 that was so much fun at PAX. Yeah. The game was so people were like cheering and stuff for us to escape from the killer, and it was so much fun, dude. Especially when it came, I think it just came down to to to, to, to me because like I, I don't know, it was like me and the killer, and I saw the exit because we got enough gas to get into. Oh, the it was it was me exit. and you in the killer because I I remember, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. this because you had a gun. I thought I had a bat, and I was like, I'm hot shit because the bat. Oh yeah, you're like, oh god, I was a bat. Yeah, I so the. <laughs> <laughs> the, the assault guy has starts off with uh, a crowbar or something so, or a pipe and you can put barbed wire on it but his ultimate weapon is a baseball bat and I thought I was hot shit I was like guys I got a baseball bat I turn around Serge's got a sawed off <laughs> I was like what the hell <laughs> I don't even know where, where I got it from it's like, like I'm right, ready for this fight it's like he, they build it so, so he chose yeah. I think it was the <laughs> scout class and the scout class is like biggest thing you can build is a shotgun which is ridiculous yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I remember that. Like you, we were we were in the rafters, and the killer's on us, and I'm just I turn around, and I'm just like, go, and the killer just like, <laughs> and I'm like, I got this with my baseball bat, and he just like wipes me out in one hit. <laughs> it was so anticlimactic. It sucked. You wasted Greg was like one click he was just on like, me. Yeah, Greg was like, he was like, fly, you fool. And I was like, <laughs> no. And then all you hear is like the Elvin music. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. You just see him uh, fall for the rafters. <laughs> exactly it was so good and i just and this and then the killer like he slipped on the rafters in the top of the gym and i was like oh you fell stupid and, I, and as i was running towards the exit i like through my headphones i heard people behind me like yeah he's going for it <laughs> i fucking get through it and then like i high five like one of the developers I was like yes <laughs> one of the um i did it one of, one of the PAX. things that you realize the difference between playing at pax and playing with buddies versus playing 
I'm, you know, me with strangers pretty much alone in my room with my beautiful chat at my side, by the way. Um, it's not as fun here than it was there. Ah. It, so, uh. and the other thing is one of the devs was playing the killer. So they knew all the ins and outs. They knew oh, exactly what to do yeah. when we were playing. The yep. killers, I think I only didn't survive two rounds. That's right. I jumped into the game. Wow. And I survived. And I was like, oh, this is a fluke. Yeah, like maybe that guy didn't know what he's doing. No one knows what they're doing as the killer yet. So it's pretty easy. And it got to the point the- where like, and this is no fault of the developers, where I was just like, all right, we're just going to switch to an Assassin's Creed stream for another hour and just kind of go from there. Because I felt like I had done everything there was to do for me because the game just wouldn't let me be the killer. That was the other aspect of the game that I really wanted to play. If you couldn't be the killer, you just got to look on Mr. Brightside. Ah. Damn it. Damn it. Come on. <laughs> Come on. No? no. No one? I won't. No, I'm sorry I for all these things that I've done. Uh, but ultimately, it's a $30 game. Um, I don't think it's $30 yet. It's great. I would say it's a, for me, it's a $15, $20 game, personally. Uh, they didn't add much that we didn't play, Surge, at PAX. They added some new yeah. levels in. And I think maybe a new killer architect. We only played the one round there. Um, one of the killers has that scorpion get over here kind of thing, which is terrifying. Oh, nice. I was like, I was sitting there. I was, I was actually escorting. Um, I think it was the gas canister. Whoever had the gas canister. I was like, oh, go ahead. I got it. Like we're fine. And then all of a sudden, he just like reaches across the level. I feel like and just grabs me, and I was like, oh man, that sucks. Uh, but you know, if you like Left 4 Dead, if you like Dead by Daylight, if you're gonna have a crew that's gonna play this game, then go for it like it's it's does not disappoint in in any way i was really hyped to play this uh this code that they got me this game and i wasn't disappointed i just wish they tweaked a couple of things made a couple of things a little more obvious like push to talk for example um there's that so a little uh different minor news it's a little bit of a tease a little bit of a bread crumb if you will oh we get from uh, Insomniac, actually, regarding their Spider-Man game that came out on PS4 last year. Now, Spider-Man's. they didn't really say much, but they said you, that they have you say last year like it's so long. Ago. I know. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Months ago. So far away here. They're going to add something, quote unquote, fantastic. And this comes in um, the line or the, the timing of there's a fun, they had a fantastic four week live stream announcement. So they haven't said what it's going to be yet. A lot of people are assuming it's going to be a costume. I'm hoping for the bombastic Bagman, which. Oh, dude, I saw so many of those on, on Twitter. Like, bombastic Bagman, please. Everyone wants I'm gonna, that. I'm going to guess it's going to be Future Foundations. It could Spider-Man. be Future Foundations as well. So for those of you at home who are listening and don't know, bombastic bagman is the costume that johnny storm gave peter after he got the symbiote suit actually taken off of him with the help of the fantastic four and he had no clothes to go home. <laughs> he had no clothes to go home he didn't really think that one through so they gave him an old fantastic four uh outfit they gave him a a shopping bag as a mask and Johnny Storm just really tied the whole ensemble together with a kick me sign that peter On was none the, the wiser about Thanks, Spider Sense. So there's it. that. <laughs> that was worth a Google. That, yeah. <laughs> that it's highly recommended. Oh, it so is. It's such Another a fan worth favorite. A Google, the, I love the Future Foundation outfit because it's it's black and white Spider Man, but yeah. not the way that you're thinking. Well, tell them about the Future Foundation, Casey. It's most it's mostly white with with black accents, but it's got the. It was at the time when Johnny Storm was thought dead in the negative zone. Characters die a lot in comic books. You kind of get used to it. Mm. And he had handpicked Spider Man <laughs> to be his replacement. Um. So Spidey joins the team of um, the Thing, the Invisible Woman, and Mr. Fantastic. But, you know, to keep it, they're not really the Fantastic Four because without Johnny, there could be no four. Mm -hmm. Um, So the logo is like three hexagons together. It's a very nice looking suit and it's got a lot of cool, because they use unstable molecules and everything, got a lot of cool stuff with the fabric. It can inverse the colors to be mostly black with white for a stealth version. Uh, and it could even just make it look like Spider-Man's classic suit. Hmm. It was very, very good material. And like all great things in comics, it didn't last. Nope, because Johnny came back. <laughs> but at the time, uh, it looked fucking
fucking great because they all had matching black and white outfits. Yeah. 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 So I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for this. It's the actual Fantastic Four. Like we're gonna yeah, start to see so, the birth of some heroes in in this. I mean, not just Spider Man because uh, I, I the, everyone wants Insomniac Games to start doing all these other superheroes as games because they did such a good damn job with this Spider Man game. It's so damn good. So I'm hoping. I mean, more, more than likely it'll be costumes, but at the same time, it's like draw people back into your yeah. game. The hype is still kind of there. People are still streaming, still getting into it. But if you had the Fantastic Four, like major hero squad. The hype for this game would ramp back up. You'll get more sales, people who haven't bought it yet, and you'll really get uh, more than hype on, on social media. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun for him to interact with all these different heroes, especially that it's not really based in the movies, because, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they can go like through whatever storylines they, they, they kind of want to. I mean, like, wh- where would it start off from? Like, where would it be? Because we, we didn't know where this Spider-Man PS4 story was going to start from, and it's it was really damn right. good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm Ultimately, like my my dream would be to have a full season DLC with the yeah. Fantastic Four, maybe four ep- mm-hmm. four episodes, maybe one uh, per member. Ooh. That'd be really cool. <laughs> hmm? I don't know, uh, but I think the more realistic thing is going to be more costumes. Although I don't know if that will that won't prolong the shelf life of this game. Right. Like yeah. I've already I haven't 100 percented it yet. So like I would appreciate more costumes. But people who have 100 percented it, played it at ultimate, beat it, all that stuff. They're not going to go back to this. You need to bring in like, yeah. the good content. So ultimately, we'll have to see. Uh, they only made this announcement yesterday. So uh, we'll keep you afloat, apprised and aware. A lot of us about what happens out of this. Absolutely. And. What we have coming up now is uh, <laughs> some major big topical news mm. that's been uh, spreading like wildfire all across the internet, across the universe. So for those who haven't heard, Bungie is leaving Activision. About time. So Bungie is splitting up with Activision. And apparently, allegedly, there were people at Bungie who were popping champagne in corks. yeah allegedly this there was a celebration that took place at bungie when the split happened uh there have been some reports i don't know if they're real or fake or not uh but i want to believe that it's real that because i mean if you think about it activision has been this publisher who throughout the years of destiny and we used to play destiny every single day all right every used to hop on it used to be uh like the fun hangout because you can play this game it had some real fun elements in it but it it didn't have that much content to keep you coming back i mean like we would finish raids we would finish bounties and stuff like that um, and then it's like, what else is there to do? And the game that was promised to us in the beginning when they unveiled it at that fabled E3 was not what we got in the beginning. And it was because there was all these lawsuits, these certain things were happening, and Activision was a, a huge part of that. So, uh, according to Polygon, Bungie and publisher Activision are bringing their eight-year Destiny partnership to a close. The developer announced to be acquiring publishing rights to the shooter. So Bungie actually has rights to destiny activision didn't Woo-hoo. like greedily take that with him because that would have sucked yeah. holy crap yeah. that would have sucked uh so they're saying today we're announcing the plans for bungie to assume full publishing rights and responsibilities for the destiny franchise so going forward bungie will own and develop the franchise and activision will increase its focus on its own ips and projects it's it's absolutely incredible to see this and for those who don't know activision really had a hand in rushing out content which is what which is what and again there's a lot of speculation there are there have been reports people who are in the uh the video game journalism industry who have talked to people inside of bungie but sometimes certain things are misconstrued so basically what happened was um they would put out certain bits of content activision would cut it down save it for later tell them hey put it in this dlc do this do that and then as a consumer as a gamer you don't really know what's going on what the actual story is but a lot of things were leaking like oh hey this content came out this way because Activision told us we need it for this date and we weren't ready and you can kind of see it in some of the gameplay mm. um, I, I see a lot of people in chat who were saying you know uh, is Blizzard leaving uh, Blizzard I believe said that things are going as normal uh, Blizzard tweeted out saying Destiny 2 will still receive full support on Battle.net we do not anticipate any disruption to our services or your gameplay so yeah, that's just a, a separate thing because I think uh, the yeah. the Bungie Activision was more of a partnership, 
yeah. um, for this particular project as opposed to and I, this is how I understand it and I could be wrong correct me if I, if I am um, but uh, Activision actually bought and Blizzard like straight up merged mm-hmm. um, while there does seem to be a little bit of weird stuff going on with Blizzard having Activision kind of push them to release content um, I think that is more of a big deal as opposed to just ruining a contract that's more of a hey we got to split this actual company into a, a couple of different factions mm. uh, but blizzard while is looks a little rocky now with them laying people a lot of people off which is what happens in the gaming industry um they've been treated actually treating people pretty fairly when they have to um that's probably unlikely that it's going to happen soon but uh, you know who knows what happens well so bungie like their main ip that everyone originally knew them for they don't have anymore like yeah, microsoft like, has halo about. So they can't yep, do that. Yep. It's fortunate that they're keeping Destiny. Maybe they can like kind of finagle this into something that everyone will enjoy. But like it's risky. But maybe they're trying to go the, the Ninja Theory route and just self-publish and get all the money. Maybe bring in like a couple um, eager like no gods, no publishers. And, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if if you they really are- think about it, publishers back in the day were big because like there wasn't digital distribution. Right, it was right. all cartridge base. It was all disc base, and now oh, as we're going further and further. Oh, you want to make a game, further. huh? Why don't you give us some money? We'll put it on some cheap CDs for. Yeah, that's pretty. That so <laughs> that's pretty much it. And now we're moving into a format where we have all these different um, digital stores that will take a percentage of what you make, but they'll just put it out there for you. And if it gets big enough hits, you know, maybe you get a front page. Maybe you know, it'll kind of really go from there. It's it's yeah. right now. It's feeling to be. Uh, and I guess it's been that way for a little bit, a little more Wild Westy out there with like the indie games and the big games and all that. Like, sure, Call of Duty is always going to make a million bajillion dollars because it's Call of Duty. <laughs> but the the indie games are getting quite a bit of love. I mean, look, 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 listen to our show right now. Like we talked mostly about indie games. I was gonna say I would love to see Bungie skip a release cycle mm. to so whatever working on like the next game, give themselves an additional year mm. to to work on there because one of the big the, the two big things about um about their like destiny one destiny two those original releases is how pushed they were to hit that specific deadline yeah yes. activision was riding them the whole time if they put i know it's expensive and it's going to be rough but you push that out an additional year and you get you get like the forsaken launch right off the bat with the vanilla like things are flushed out and they're much much better and you don't have to worry about um the balancing of friggin microtransactions which actually wasn't too too bad in destiny but they were still still there there were times there's a couple updates that was pushed a little harder than others definitely and and especially like uh when (laughs) when the game became free and and they were changing the format of the game so you had new players coming in learning destiny and they changed the game so you had to talk to certain npcs and they brought you right to the loot box vendor yep it's like the second person yeah so so one of my buddies who's who's playing uh, on, on pc you know, he goes oh what's this eververse thing I'm like it's loot box and he goes oh like well why is that in this tutorial that i'm playing right i'm like because reasons. because <laughs> reasons money. because money because blah, 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 money but imagine a developer who can do whatever they want to right now so people were also saying on twitter um that this is a chance for bungie to prove themselves can they make the game into what we always wanted it to be that big open world mmo like rpg shooter you know or if they can't do it then there's no more excuses there is nothing on activision it's on bungie so what is going to happen sink or swim there? time yeah. boys sink or exactly swim. uh speaking of sinking or swimming the punisher released a new trailer for the new season Ugh. in this uh i love that he had a rendition of of alice in chain song wood <laughs> so good i was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so damn yeah. good in this one we see uh jigsaw aka billy the he's, he's still so pretty he's, he's still, still real pretty yeah <laughs> He's still handsome. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, they called me Kid Handsome. Then I was Kid Presentable. Now I'm Kid Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really hyped for for this one because uh, the Punisher. If you listen back to our oh. podcast, everyone, uh, I, I think for the most part we liked it, and um, yeah. this season looks raw as fuck. Yeah. I mean, you got Hank going through the motions. You know, he's he's this 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 lone gunman out there. Um, and Jigsaw knows him. I mean, they used to be a part of uh, that unsanctioned CIA hit squad together. Mm. And then since we and what we saw from the last season, 
uh, was them going through their missions, going through their partnership, and uh, them getting out when the mission went horribly wrong. And because um, Frank, I, I know, because uh, Billy Jigsaw was still working with the guy who was their commander, and he started up this own private firm, they were like, oh, we can't have our secrets out there. We got to kill this guy. And then ended up killing Frank's family. But what I like about this is that Jigsaw, I think, I don't know about the comics or what they're going to do with this version of Netflix, because all Netflix versions are kind of different. It looks like he's going to be a huge match for Hank, because when they were running that, that CIA hit squad together, like, they were both kind of team captain. Yeah. Like, Jigsaw was kind of the second-ish in command, but they were both dudes who could, who could drop bodies and can body yeah, everyone right. who stood in their way. So you got this guy now, looks like uh, Jigsaw, he's coming after Frank Cows, is coming after the Punisher. What's the Punisher going to do? He's going to drop some bodies. And in this trailer, man, we see him kicking ass out of everybody, dude. Oh, yeah. And instead of a hallway scene, it looks like they have a bathroom yeah. scene. He's putting a guy's head through, through a, a kitchen sink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's punching people into a bloody pulp like he like, it doesn't matter if you have a gun he'll dismantle the gun and punch you in the gut yeah. and punch you in the face and kick you across the room it's, it's like pure pure crazy Tarantino looking nonsense dude all with a sassy sidekick yeah like what's what's that about know. like like who, who like who, who is this girl in the trailer I don't know, I don't know man this, this just seems like more of the same for me so I'm not I'm not hyped about wow. it. Wow. I'm, I'm not like. Really? Not, yeah. not interested? Not, listen, not interested I have, at all? In, in my personal non video gaming life, I had a lot of. I have a lot of strong feelings about guns and gun control, and I feel like. Mm. People really like The Punisher, and they. Yeah. They see. Like, you don't want to be that fucking guy who's like, he's not a hero to look up to. But, like, I feel like you don't want to put a gun toting hero, like in a time in which we live well it, it's ah it, it's, this, it's, this this podcast just yeah, got spicy it's, it's funny you say that uh because like one of my buddies posts and he's like super anti-trump and like he like as well everyone should be yeah but he's very vocal about it um and he posted an article that i didn't really read or kind of thumb through but essentially the creator of punisher <laughs> is just like every person like who is like one of those one of those kind of guys yeah. that you're talking about just misses the point of the Punisher completely. Like yeah. the Punisher would like hunt down those guys and brutally kill them. So I found that pretty interesting. I'm just, I'm just like, it's more of the same to me, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything against the character of the Punisher and mm -hmm. any of that, because it's also it's fiction and, and people should be, should be right. word of word should yeah. I, I remember I remember this because like uh, uh, during New York Comic Con they canceled a publisher a Punisher yeah. panel yes. because of the school shooting that happened and you know they're, they're like uh, which which it, it was a good was a good PR move it was yeah, either it's the like, school shooting or I think wasn't there that uh, that uh, gaming tournament that got shot it was up? the gaming tournament I think yeah. it was oh it was, was it was yeah, a gaming yeah. tournament okay yeah yeah so, uh, so, so I mean but with really all know, the like, shootings well, I could see how you might uh, be yeah. confused. Exactly. With all the shootings that, that, that occur in America, you know, it's hard to, to keep track as there are so many and the government does nothing whatsoever because there's a lot it's of fine. It's anyway, fine. It's uh, fine. Building a wall. It's fine. Yeah. It's going to protect us all. Exactly. So, so, uh, so, so my side of the fence is, is that, um, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people were, were, were angry because that's all, some people wanted just to go to New York Comic Con that year just to see John Bernthal in the cast of Punisher. That's all they wanted to go see and do. And since that was canceled, there are people who flew in from other states, mm. other places. They're like, what the hell am I, I want gonna, my goddamn money back? <laughs> yeah, no, there are people who are asking for refunds. They're like, hey, this is the only reason why I came here, you know? And people were like, okay, on the one side, I understand why because of the whole, the whole gun thing. It's crazy but at the same time like greg said and i agree fiction. you should be able to differentiate like between fiction and non-fiction i get from a company standpoint you don't want your anti-hero here whatever you want to call the punisher or whatever he's officially known uh who does use guns but also to greg's credit again he would go after those people out there in the public because people would be like oh hey how are you gonna have this guy out here with all these guns and all this crazy uber yeah. violence yeah when there's all these shootings I mean, happening but it's like it's, it's easy to separate the two of, of the situation and yeah it, it, it is a very controversial character to have however as okon points out in the chat it doesn't really fucking matter because it's going to get canceled after this season. Anyways. Yeah, that's also another reason why I'm not really excited about it is like yeah. they have they what, you have a second season. You know, you're not getting a third. Why not just go fucking crazy with it? Yeah. You know, like it's like, fuck it. We're, we're having Moon Knight. We're doing Shang-Chi like 
uh, I don't know, the Shroud. Like, we'll fucking we'll throw anybody in here. We could we have maybe the rights to. Maybe maybe they'll do it. Yeah, yeah. We don't. That'd know. be great if Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, they might, but it just doesn't seem that way. They no. could have done one of the cool. They could have done Frankenstein. All right. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's the thing. That's that the would thing have been Puncher too. Googling. Is, is oh there's, yeah. There's there's two different Punishers. Really, if you think about it. There's Punisher Max, which is pretty much what the Netflix Punisher is, more yeah. or less, just a lot younger. And then there's like Frankencastle slash uh, Punisher dressing oh up as God. Captain America during Civil War. Like the really yeah. like kind of like Captain America with, or Punisher with a war machine armor. Yeah. Like there's all these different ones. And like people tend to like the Punisher Max one a lot more because he, it is hyper violent. And also that's... he's completely he's in a world without superheroes. Yes. So it's just him on crime and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And they should go crazy. I mean, it still looks like it's in with the, within the realm of believability because they want to do the whole like Dark Knight thing, like a, a superhero but within our world and with 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 a dark setting. Yeah. So I understand why people aren't too interested in this because there is that side too, mm -hmm. who are like, oh, it looks like you know par for the course, nothing too nuts, um, and it'll probably still be the same format where it's kind of boring at first there's a lot of story then you get some action there's a lot more story and you're looking at your watch yeah, or something you're like oh do i have to be somewhere yeah. you know yeah, yeah exactly like oh i have somewhere to go now i should just stop this now then go then maybe i don't, I don't know whatever yeah. but yeah. uh yeah i mean it the, the action looks really good but then i remember the for the first trailer was also really good mm. and i like the first season but there are these long drawn out moments where i'm like this is marvel something fantastical should be happening there's right just now. not a lot of substance to you know? the punisher's character like you you put him in you he's a character that you there's not much to him so you put him in cool and crazy scenarios like yeah. frankencastle and for those of you playing at home or chris who you might have no idea what we're talking about Oh no! I looked. I just looked. All it right. Up. It's so, the, the Punisher gets literally cut into pieces by Wolverine's kid, okay, and a society of underground sewer monsters put him back together <laughs> as a Frankenstein, and he just he just starts hunting monsters and threats to this monster society underground. And Frank just goes with it. Like he's just like, all right, I guess this is my life now. I'm just going to keep doing the same fucking Punisher thing, except I'm eight feet tall and have pipes sticking out of my body. <laughs> like, it's it's just so off the wall and crazy. And it, it when the comic book came out, it polarized fans. But I ate it up because it's like you got to see characters like Morbius and Elsa Bloodstone and the Living Morbius. Mummy, Werewolf by Night. Like, all these characters that you haven't seen in years. And Rick Remender's just like, yeah, I'm just going to take everybody that nobody's using and put them in my punisher book and i'm like this is everyone this is amazing yeah you know mm -hmm. dude they, they, they should throw all of those into this season i mean i mean we, we don't know what's going to happen to the show after this because they still haven't officially announced this is canceled yeah. i don't it's think it's going to be canceled but but but, but we all know it's it's happening i mean you know uh okan from the chat was saying uh he heard not really confirmed that Disney has to wait a year before they can add these characters into their new service. That's fine. I mean, yeah. I mean that that could that could be part part of the the Netflix contract because they are you know they have been pulling all of their content off of. They also uh, might Netflix, still so they also might still pump out a third season of Jessica Jones because I haven't heard that that was canceled yet. I I bet you Same. whatever they have I'm hoping in the is, pipeline but... <laughs> they're just they're just gonna flush out. I bet is what's yeah. happening. They're just gonna flush it right out. Yeah, they're, they're, and it's gotta come out. Because I'm sure they're already like filming it and making it. So like, all right, whatever you guys got, just that's it. Just put it out, and then afterwards they're like, okay, we're gonna be mm -hmm. done. Because I, I wonder if this this uh, season was made right after they made the first one. Oh, probably. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it could have been that like, it was just right. so far into production that it's like you know what just, we already have it. We might as well release yeah. it. But um, exactly. I, I definitely think that that the Disney streaming services are going to pull these, put these up because everything got canceled so quickly yes. um, in proximity to each other that it's like there's there's a reason for it. And I don't think poor ratings no. is the case. No. Yeah. yeah. No. And with all that being said, that is officially all of the time that we have. For tonight, this has been issue number 172 oh. of the Bad Caddy Funky Podcast. Uh, we hope Ow. you all enjoyed it. Everyone coming into chat. I want to go ahead and uh, thank everyone who participated in chat. If you were yeah. working, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not seeing that list. But I'm going to say hi to Boulevard Gaming Bebo. Uh, Ocon, good to see you, buddy. I'm going to go ahead and say hi to, I can't scroll fast enough, to Rurutu. Always a pleasure to have yeah. you in chat. We're going to go ahead and say hi. Go say hi to someone, Casey. Who do you think I'm going to say hi to right now? Uh, I'm going to say hi to Casey's girlfriend, Ellen Adele. Oh, come on. Yeah, uh huh. Hey. That was an easy one for you, and you Ellen. just missed it. Uh, 
good good to see you i was looking at the list how about did we get pro max i was just gonna get to pro max and johnny shirts how could we forget about johnny shirts good to see you john thank you for those pro max thanks for the bits guys that's a great bit to give us bits i like it i appreciate it uh and that is pretty much that's everyone um, remember, if you are tuning in late to this episode, you want to go ahead and listen to the whole thing. Uh, this will be posted after the weekend over on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, where else are we? iHeartRadio, Spotify. Put on a blindfold, make a whole list of podcast places, and then just throw a dart <laughs> at it, whatever that hits. you. If can it's play. Stitcher, we're not there yet. Sorry. Try again. Well, with exception Stitcher, is, that's on the other side of the Roll again. Roll the dice again. Uh, <laughs> if you want to go ahead and um, get a hold of us, uh, tell us how awesome we are. Tell us what you think about these subjects that we were talking about. You can send us an email at thebcfpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you could also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and right here on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. New time, a little yeah. earlier. So you can go to bed. You can be a little more responsible. Go to bed a little earlier. Maybe a little more refreshed for your job. Your boss is going to say, hey, you know what? We're going to give you a raise. You're doing a much better job. You can say, thanks. I'm going to convert that into bits and give it over to my buddies over at uh, <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash oh, what a world. bad coyote funky. And you can go ahead and, and tell your girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, whatever you have in your life, your dogs, whatever, that you got the raise because of your old friends at the bad coyote funky podcast. Until next time, we'll see you then, or we'll see you another time.